Hello again, Pastor Deborah here. Hello, hi out there. Welcome to another teaching of my dear spiritual child letter from me, Agape Love himself. We're beginning number 54. I didn't realize I had so much in this letter. You remember I was sending this out. Yeah, even with a teddy bear. Remember him? Let me get him. Remember him? Teddy. I used to send him out all over the world for years to precious ones like you. Yeah, so let's say hi, Teddy. He goes along with the letter. Mm -hmm. Welcome to another part of spiritual discipleship. This is number three. It's an important part because we're going to cover some of the many lessons that you're going to need to learn. And this video from Pixabay sort of represents the building up of you through lessons and learning, the many different foundations you need to have. Yeah, hopefully it'll help you see that spiritual knowledge is different, but it helps your soul to be transformed. Yeah. So welcome again to Spiritual Discipleship, number three. And welcome to the Garden of Eden. Mm -hmm. So let's begin with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for all that you have brought here today for this lesson about your spiritual discipleship and how important it is to be a student, a learner, a studier, a seeker of your spiritual knowledge. Father, we are learning that you desire for us to have your truth about you and us and our enemy. And we have to learn. Thank you for giving us movies and books and poems and songs and artwork and plays and instruments and all of nature to help us. Thank you, Father. You're contrasting yourself to the other God of this earthly world. Thank you for helping teaching us through movies, fairy tales, and stories, even from our ancient history of civilizations. Be with us now through your Holy Spirit, our teacher, that we can learn and grow. Tell us and help us to understand the many things that we must begin to study when we become your child through the born-again process of believing in you and Christ Jesus as your son and applying the blood of the cross to our lives. We thank you for all that you do for us. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. Isn't this a wonderful motion video by Pixabay? And I'm recording in Zoom Pro without a green screen. So I may not look very clear. I might be fuzzy. My arm might just disappear into the motion video. Strange things may happen around my hair because without a green screen, it comes through if I move in a certain direction. But let's pick up here in this spiritual discipleship part with some individual classes that you may have to learn, and but our learning is not limited to these alone. So let's hear some words that might help us to understand why we need to learn and what learning is and what we need to learn. We were 
heard in Hosea 4, 6 that my people are spiritually destroyed for lack of spiritual knowledge. Because they have rejected spiritual knowledge of God and truth, they are spiritually rejected. I'll use that when you don't believe in this Christ Jesus and you pray to your God, he doesn't hear you and neither does the God of the Bible. You rejected your prayers, your petitions. All that you do are not accepted. And he says, so that you will be no spiritual priest unto me. So your prayers don't work. Seeing you have forgotten the spiritual law of your God. And what was that? Love your neighbor as yourself. I will also forget your spiritual children, all that you do and all that your children do. I will not hear them. You can pray to me all you want to. I won't hear it. And God went on and tells us about our spiritual discipleship and our learning and how important it is in 1 Samuel fifteen twenty-two. And Samuel, who was an Old Testament prophet, said, Has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices? Does he really care if you praise and worship him or pray to him? Is that important to him? Or is obeying the voice of the Lord? And I'll tell you how that works. If God tells you, love your neighbor, do not kill innocent things, and you go kill, you vote for, you give money to, you support politicians and laws that say it's okay to abort, kill, murder in the life of a baby in the womb. You're not obeying. Agape love. So all your prayers, your sacrifices, your tithes, your donations, none of it works. None of it counts on your account. That's what that means. Samuel goes on and says, behold, to obey is better than sacrifice. How would you obey that law of love your neighbor? You don't give money. You don't support. You don't vote for any politician, any law. That says you can kill a baby in the womb. You don't give money to those groups that do that. You don't fight for that. You let that baby live. You can adopt it away, but you let it live. It has a right. It didn't ask to be created. But the laws of life kick in with an egg and a sperm. You don't even have to have sex. To conceive a child. You can do it in a petri dish. But it still has to be implanted. In a womb. To grow. It needs to be in there for a while. Till it's ready to come out. So. How do you obey? You can go to church all you want to. And pray. Give money and tithes. And say you're a believer in Christ Jesus. And you vote for a political party. That in their platform, it's unlimited murder of a baby in the womb. And if it comes out, say a month early, two months early, you can go ahead and kill it. Because the mama doesn't want it. The mama has rights over that child. The mama is more important 
and science and technology will be pressuring you. They want that baby's body for stem cell research. They want that baby in scientific research, the fetus. Mm -hmm. Others are also trying to stamp out certain kinds of children, purify races. Some just hate children. And you're going right along with it. And you say you're a believer in Christ Jesus. Samuel say, nothing you do works, honey. So you better obey. And you follow through in the natural. And it says, and to hearken the fat of rams. That means you get rid of those things in you that are not godly. Those thoughts, those concepts, those beliefs that support. You let that die within you. You kill it. You sacrifice that. Yourself, part of you, for that child. You don't give money to it anymore. You don't vote for any party that supports that. Any politician. You don't back the laws. You're fighting to have a, for animals to live. I think some don't. Some think it's okay to go kill animals. Club little tiny seals for their fur. Do horrible scientific research in the name of science, medicine on puppies. And our government or your government pays for that. We think nothing of it. Nothing. Did you know we used to do experiments in America with prisoners? LSD, marijuana, all kinds of horrible scientific experiments. Why? Because the military wanted it. Seeing how they could get some kind of soldier. Mm-hmm. Our governments are evil and wicked. They're not of God. And the people that manage them, oversee them, they're not of God. Mm-hmm. So Samuel is telling us, you better pay attention here. Christ Jesus goes on and tells us also the importance of not only hearing, but doing. So you can be a hearer. Well, using well, when you see a stop sign, you stop to a full stop. You look both ways. You go when it's clear. You see a red light. You stop. If the law says don't drink and drive, you obey. You don't go and break into other people's stores and houses and steal their goods. That's not yours. So he is trying to tell us also, you need to not only hear the law, but obey it. So in Luke 6, 49, Luke was one of the four gospels. Luke was a doctor. And he wrote this about Christ Jesus and what he said. And Jesus says to us in 649. Is but he that hears and does not do it. Is like a man that without a foundation built a house upon the earth. Against which the streams, the water did beat vehemently, strongly. So we're learning 
and immediately the house fell. And the ruin of the house was great. It's talking about you. You're a house. Your thoughts, your concepts are foundations and pillars. God also tells us in James 1, 22 through 24. James was an early believer of Christ Jesus. But be you doers of the word and not hearers only. Deceiving your own selves. Some people make the sign of the cross. They go to church. They pray to Mother Mary. They take Holy Communion. And they vote for murders of babies. They lie to you on cameras. They human traffic their kids out for money. They marry mafia daughters. They lie, cheat, and steal to get whatever they want. They'll sacrifice their own grandchildren to Satan for power. He is saying, you who believe you be a doer of the word. Not just a hearer. Because you deceive your own selves. For if any man be a hearer of the word. And not a doer. He is like unto a man. Beholding his natural face. In a glass like a mirror. For he beholds himself. He sees his reflection. And he goes away. And straight away. Right away. He forgets what manner of man he was. Well, what did I look like? Was my hair okay? I don't remember. Memory's gone. Because what you look in the mirror, it's fleeting. Oh, how great I am. I just passed a law. I just made a policy. Oh, I made money. So we're learning that you must hear the word of God. You must be a student. But then you must learn how to be a doer of the word. That is important. So we're also learning that you must learn to study, to show yourself approved unto God. I found that out early. I must read, study, desire, want. I may not have the understanding yet. You may have to help me through many other ways, natural circumstances, movies, artwork, songs, music, poetry. I learned I had to become a workman, that once I was working and studying, I wouldn't be ashamed. I might miss the mark, but I was trying. It may not turn out the way that I hoped, but I was trying. I didn't have to be ashamed in front of God anymore. I was learning how to rightly divide the word of truth, understand it. I looked up words. I asked God for help. I was trying to understand spiritual things. And Timothy is telling us that to do that in 2 Timothy 2.15. So we're beginning to learn the value and importance of studying, learning. That we not only have to hear the word, it must be a doer of the word. But we must be a doer of it with understanding, with truth and knowledge. So I want to encourage you to just study those few scriptures. Do you hear the word but not do it? Do you go and do something else? 
Is your house, your mind, is it strong by doing? Do you have strong pillars of righteousness within you? If not, we got to start all over through a new birth experience. Some of you got so much stuff in there. You did to God, even though you believe in him. You're not walking the walk. You're not talking the talk. And even if you talk it and you get in that voting booth, you don't vote that. You don't act like it at home with your children, your family, out in the community, in your business. You're not walking. You're not obeying. So we got to start there. We got to recognize we're a mess. We've built ourselves up on faulty foundations, things that are fleeting. We have no truth, no knowledge. We haven't been a student. We don't even, we might hear it, but we don't do it. If we hear it at all, we might do it partially. That's not it. So this is important when you become a student, a disciple of spiritual truth and knowledge. So I want to have this as a short one today. I've got so much to do. I've got to cut some grass, cut husband's hair, have lunch, do some other things. So this one is just to learn that you must not only hear, but you must do. Father, help us all first to hear your words of spirit and truth. And help us then to be doers of it spiritually with our forever person. And in the natural, so that we may be integral, one, spirit, soul, and physical body, all hearing, all doing your word. Help us, Father, when it's fearful to do your word, when it goes against everything within us, our traditions, our culture. Help us to be a doer of your word. Help us to vote in the voting block your way. Help us to say prayers in our meetings, our committees. Help us to bring you into every part of our life, every meal, every relationship. Help us, Father, to see us through your eyes. Help us when we look in the mirror to see who we really are. Help us, Father, because we can't do it without you. If we need to be birthed anew so you can begin with a new baby, do that for us. In the name of Christ Jesus, if we need to be cleansed up and revived, do that. If we need to have the light shone on our deeds and have great afflictions in our life, unsear our conscience so that we may be tender towards our deeds and thoughts with you and for you. Father, help us every way you need to. We give you permission to do that. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. Okay, that ends this one. And we'll pick up next time. And we'll begin getting into the many different lessons that you must hear and then do. All right, I'll see you then. Bye.